Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, 10-minute Tuesday time. The human condition. Uh, this episode's been a long, been a long time coming. Uh, all the stuff I've been reading, thinking about, listening to at the moment has been understanding this bit of language. What is the human condition? How can it be understood and how can it be resolved? Um, it turns out that being a human is a terrifying thing. The gift of consciousness we've been endowed with is a very problematic gift. <laughs> the fact that we have the capacity for awareness, for self-reflection, for examination, for curiosity uh, is troubling because it leads to great uncertainty and to some interesting uh, assumptions and misunderstandings. Um, see, see the, the problem is that, and, and this is the essence of the human condition, is that we desperately desire to be good, uh, but we fear that we're actually bad. And because of that fear we then hide from reality in case reality exposes that fear and proves it to be true. So as a result of our desire to be good with our fear that we are bad, we then then avoid trying and living and loving and learning. We bunker down into self-protection strategies to avoid being found out as bad because we fear that, that these... There is stuff in us that is no good. We, we, we struggle to make sense of evil in the world. We look around at the bad behavior of others. We see people perform in, in horribly destructive ways toward themselves and others. We see rape. We see murder. We see incest. We see wars. We see bigotry, hatred, racism, inequality, injustice. We see within ourselves jealousy and, and bitterness and hatred and... Um, plotting against others we see resentment unforgiveness all kinds of horrible things we see in ourselves and others and yet as conscious beings we must make sense of that it is inescapable to examine why and what does it mean and what does it say and and what is true what does this behavior point to where does it come from uh, it, it's it's been the question that's plagued humanity for centuries. Well, for, for since our existence, since our inception, um, and it is the central drama. It, it is the dilemma associated with being a human being, and it, it is the foundation of all dysfunction and all suffering in the world because of, because of this fear. Um, we we live with guilt and shame. We feel that our past betrays who we really are. We feel that we must then hide because if you knew what I had done, then you would understand who I am and then I would be found out and laid bare. We, we run and hide from the light for fear of being exposed under scrutiny to be examined and found out. Uh, this fear of being bad drives us to, to extraordinary lengths. Some overcompensate, filling their lives with possessions and performance and achievement, their insatiable drivenness to run as far from that badness as possible leads them to 
fill their life with so much activity and effort just to be valid, just to, just to make sense of their life, just some heroic quest to demonstrate goodness to themselves and to the world. Others, on the other hand, hide and do nothing because the fear of being found out is so high in their mind. Their most loving and kind strategy toward themselves is to do nothing different, nothing risky, and nothing unusual, nothing that will draw any attention to themselves. Uh, also, this human condition, because it's so upsetting and so problematic, then often it leads to a state of unconsciousness, to just suppress this, to deny it, to pretend it's not true, to fill our life with distractions and and uh, avoidance that, so that we don't come face to face with this fear. It's to, it's to numb our lives uh, with activities and um, substances that dull the pain, hide the upset, and dial down the anguish about what we fear to be true. All, all that it does is causes us as humans to live in a very, very small part of the scope that we are capable of occupying. Because although you know we have capacity for great damage and great harm we also have capacity for great good and great wonder but for fear of what might go wrong most people occupy such a small minute parcel of real estate compared to what is available to them as a human being the self-imposed limits through fear through guilt and shame are prisons that lock people out of their potential out of their glory out of the wonder of being themselves and they never really live. I've been reading the work of Jeremy Griffith lately, who's, who's an Australian biologist. Um, his claim to fame in the past was tirelessly researching the Tasmanian tiger. Uh, but his, his great work recently in the biology space has been to demonstrate the fact that this is not a biological problem as first imagined. Science for millennia has imagined that this is a biological problem, that as a species... It has served us to be self-seeking, to be egocentric, to be aggressive. That has perpetuated the species. It's been a good trait uh, and it's driven by the need to remain. Uh, however, the, the latest research says that is not true. There is no evidence to support that at a biological level. Therefore, the problem is not in our biology, in our cells, in our DNA. There is no selfish gene. The problem is in our psychology. The problem is a conscious problem. The problem is how we see ourselves. It's how we make sense of being ourselves. Uh, Griffith talks about the fact that uh, this condition has been solved because it's not true. So if we could understand that it is not based on any truth other than this misnomer, this reality we've created, then we could be set free from it. Um, I'm convinced there's a bit more work to do than just understand the knowledge just because a lifetime of evidence gathered would say this knowledge is not true, that it's too good to be true, that it doesn't make sense, that it flies in the face of what you, your lived experience has been, and it doesn't automatically absolve you of guilt and shame. So I am convinced that to actually solve the human condition, to set yourself free, it does require examination. It requires the courage to reconcile your your behavior to turn all the lights on 
and to bring everything out into the light, to examine every decision, every mistake, every failure, every desire, every wrong done, every person hurt, every shameful act, every embarrassing moment, every one of them. If you don't reconcile them, they remain a residual loss on your balance sheet and they haunt you. And they speak to you of the fact that at your deepest level, you are afraid that there is something deeply wrong with you, deeply bad about you. Therefore, the human condition remains. The drama continues. It is a work of fiction. Science will tell you that uh, until it's blue in the face. But that knowledge alone is not enough. You have to take that knowledge and with courage... Bring it into your own experience. Examine it. Reconcile it all the way back to the start. Um, I, I'm, I'm convinced, as you've heard me say, that, that at some point we wouldn't help. We'll all need help to do that work. The, the, the value of coaches and mentors and father figures and gurus and wizards and wisdom characters. Every hero's journey, it's a central theme. Finding someone who can hold the space without getting in the way. Uh, that, is, that is an essential part of this process. So uh, the, the point of what I'm saying is uh, if you can understand the description of the problem, then you're able to solve it. You're able to see clearly. If this human condition remains unaddressed, un, if there's no language for it, if you, if you don't understand it, then it, it, it remains powerful and will lead to madness. It will cause you to occupy nowhere near what you're capable of, the ground you're, you're capable of. Uh, it's a problem that has already been solved. Um, your job is to take the solution and apply it all the way in, in every situation. And that is your most important adult work. I'll leave it there. Talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project Podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.